Welcome to Tusker Talk, the Somers Schools podcast where you'll learn all about the great things happening in our schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, the district's communications coordinator. In this episode, we are shining a spotlight on the Middle Years program, which is the middle school arm of the International Baccalaureate Program. And here to talk about that is Superintendent Ray Blanche. Hi, Ray. Hi, Amanda. Nice to see you. you. And the middle school principal, Jeff Getman. So, Ray, can you start by talking about why make this change and why now at the middle school? Uh, Certainly. I think there's two key pieces in here, and Jeff and I have been working with his teacher leadership team over the last 24 to 36 months. One of the key parts is as we are seeing a slight decline in our enrollment, there is some opportunity for us to perhaps get after some of the things that, frankly, the building has a desired last number of years to do. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of piece why now. Um, what uh, the program is a little bit and how it ties in directly to the school and the school district is really being more focused in on students, I would say, more student-centered. We'll hear a little bit more as Jeff speaks a little bit more in detail about more project-based learning experiences for children, even this idea about an eighth-grade experience, a community project that children have to do. So a little bit of the why and then also about the program a little bit. As we think about the program specifically, we're really looking at creating more critical, creative, Uh, reflective students. And to do that, Jeff and his team have already started the work on creating a very strong, connected interdisciplinary units uh, across across the content areas. That idea about fostering communication and intercollaboration is a really key part. And then really a part of understanding our role and our responsibility in a global society. One of the key functions and changes that we're excited about actually next year is bringing on world language to students in sixth grade. It has historically even starting in seventh grade, as an impetus both tied to the vision as well as a component of the middle years program is to have students start their world language experience in sixth grade. So I think those are two key pieces, and maybe I'll ask Jeff again to speak a little bit more about you know, some of the more detailed elements about what exactly you know, is contained inside of there and some of our staff are working How will on. it look different? different How will yes. going to middle school at Somers Middle School look different in a couple of years compared with now? So I think you're going to see students who really are in charge of their learning. It's going to be less teacher-directed and more student-directed. Students are going to discover the connections between disciplines. So they'll see what they're learning in social studies and how that connects to their English work or their science work or social studies work. I think they're going to see a a much different product that is asked of them when finishing a unit. So instead of a traditional unit assessment at the end of a learning period, kids are going to be asked to show their learning in different ways, project-based, show the connections uh, between other disciplines, show an international connectedness, and look at other perspectives on issues. So I think that you're going to see a much more student-directed experience at the middle level than we currently have. What is the implementation process? It's not like we wave a wand and boom, you're MYP. And I think that's one of the pieces that right now we're we're on the front side of that, quite frankly, where we seem to be, but the project started a good 18 months ago. So uh, let's catch people up on that. Oh so yeah, that's great. Where did yeah. we, where did how did this start or when this when yes. did this start? What's the process been up to? I'll have just start with the feasibility piece. I think was the first part. Right. So at first we started as Ray talked about earlier, we started to plan for this smaller enrollment at the middle school. We really thought long and hard about what we wanted our middle school to look like. After that, we did 
we, we explored programs and we decided that the Middle Years program had a lot to offer and aligned really well with our values and our beliefs for what we hoped for a middle school experience for our students. From there, we conducted a feasibility study where we took a hard look at the program, made sure that it aligned with what we wanted our middle school to look like. We visited other schools who are currently MYP schools um, to see it in action, to see if um, really this was the experience that we wanted. We had a tremendous number of volunteers for that feasibility study. At times, it can be hard to get volunteers for committees. We had, I think, close to 30 right. um, faculty and staff members who said, I want to take a look at this program. When we returned from all of our visits to different schools, it really was a unanimous choice that the middle years program fit where we wanted to go. From there, we've created a steering committee that uh, is really going to lead the charge in the training of our professional staff. Two members from, two teaching members from each discipline have gone out to IB training. They are now coming back and we are turnkey, turnkey training all of our teachers. Which so this is, what? so that means they went out, uh, our steering committee members went out, were trained by IB, um, went to IB specific training in their subject area. They are now coming back and working with their departments and really showing them what they learned at their training and we're thinking about developing units now in the IB style. So it is a, it's a long process um, and it, it, it's generated a lot of questions but our steering committee is, along with our MYP coordinator we've developed a long-term plan for this implementation process. So this is something that happens over years. Our first step is creating a one unit in each discipline at each grade level. Our teaching staff is currently working on that. So explain that a little bit more. That means that in each grade, one unit in a, in a student's English class will be in the MYP style? That's is that correct. right? Yep. That's, that's what each they're... Sub, each grade, each subject, one unit will be MYP. Our yes. Spot. Okay. So at the end of the year, our goal is to have that unit developed in each subject area at each grade level we actually submit those units to the IB and they give us feedback to let us know how we did, to show um, where we could maybe make our units a little bit stronger. Our goal is to next year then implement those units that we've developed in each classroom. So our students next year will have their first IB experience in the middle school. I think Jeff, one of the things that uh, I've been uh, really amazed is by the staff and their energy level that they are putting into this just on the front side of the research but now on the actual actions they're developing. Uh, I know we were looking at some of those uh, curriculum maps and some of the units. One thing that's I think particularly powerful to me is that idea about approaches to teaching and learning and this idea about really teaching and identifying how we will help our students learn how to learn which is a very, I think, different experience for us at, at, really in education. It, it, I think historically it's often here, I know the information, I will somehow get it to you or spoon for you, whatever that is, or have you watch me, versus here's new information, how can I help you, student, learn this new subject matter? And now that cuts across all grade levels and all content areas. So there's some clear threads that are there that that's going to be really empowering to our students. And I'm hearing good things from the staff on that too. And what does that look like in terms of how you give assessments or um, assignments. What does that actually look like? So I think when you think about assessment, they're really going to be more authentic and they're going to be real world based. So students are going to be posed with a problem or a 
question that they have to answer and there will be some choice. It may be a project, it may be a writing assignment, it may be a video. But they're going to really have to think about the problem that is posed to them. There should be a real world connection to that problem and they show you their learning through that unit, through the solution to that problem. Does that mean fewer sit down, ready, set, go, take your test kind of assessment? Absolutely. Fewer yes. than that. Yes. yes. Fewer of those. Okay. And also that's a nice piece. The team is already starting in that work right now with a lot of their experiences today and they're going back to some of their more unit based uh, or project based experiences and modifying that to fit with the MYP experience. And that's the part I do believe is another strong thread that cuts all the way across is this idea about teaching and learning in context. What difference does this make to me? So having students have that experience. And that's where, as we're just starting to learn about it, we have a lot more uh, learning to do. But the eighth grade, there is a culmination community project that students need to complete to get that kind of millions program uh, identification. And in that work, they can work in maybe partners of two or three, but their work is to take these things we've learned over the last two or two and a half years, look at our local community, and how can my learnings help improve the local community? So that's going to be different for all 250 kids, whatever is in eighth grade, yet they'll be coming out, again, this idea about creative, critical, reflective learners, and they're taking risk, they're knowledgeable, and those are, that's that learner profile that I think, already seeing that in your school too, Jeff. I don't know if you have any yeah. thoughts on that learner profile. We're already seeing there. So it's interesting, just starting the study of IB and working on this one unit, we've seen some changes in the building already. IB has a learner profile that they use for both the middle years program, I, I think all levels yeah. of their program. Yeah. And it really talks about the attributes that kids should have to be strong students and, and strong citizens. So they're risk takers, they're communicators, they're self-directed, they're self-motivated. They, this learner profile is really a way of being and it cuts across all classrooms in a, in a uh, building and I think across all schools in the district. Yes. It's really about how we would want our students to be as learners. So the IB program at the high school is in its second year. Correct. It's doing very well. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about how that program played into your decision to look at MYP for the middle school? Uh, certainly. The, the high school one is significantly different at this point. Uh, it's, that's an 11th and 12th grade experience where students select into that experience. So that's uh, covering approximately 15 or so teachers are a part of that. They wouldn't teach the full uh, call classes in uh, IB, maybe one or two classes. Very quickly, though, a couple things we heard. One, the staff to a T spoke to the power and the positive learning they had as professional learners from their trainings. And we're already hearing that from Jeff's campus of teachers going and getting this learning. So we anticipate that and it's true again. Um, the other part is this, this student-centered experience for kids and really creating inquiry-based learning experiences for children. Um, and that's what we're seeing here. So that level of engagement is really, we're seeing that rise. And so that was a key part saying, oh, let's look at where the middle school is, let's see where they're at. And quite frankly, as we learned more about the, the kind of feel of the International Baccalaureate Program, it, it resounded very well with the middle years piece. So much that we anticipate we'll at least look at, the middle year program can be basically taught as, as small as a two-year experience or up to a five-year. They allow for different structures of schools. So often like a junior high might be like, you know, could be a seven, eight. Sometimes you might see an eighth or ninth grade. That could be that part. Um, or you could go all the way through and do a 6th through, you know, 10th grade. Could you do that in two separate schools? Yes. Is it possible that you could carry it through yes. 
the middle school into yeah. the first two years of the high school? Yes, and, and that's a piece where as we're just on the front side of this now, I anticipate in the next year or two we would reach out and work with the high school and look at a feasibility study there for ninth and 10th grade. Again, because those numbers will come a little bit smaller, allow for a little bit better interconnection there. High school leadership, teacher leadership there is already mulling around because Again, if I'm a teacher of one class, an IB history class, great. Well, I'm teaching four of the classes. That approach, that thinking, that drive is not isolated to just that class. It goes, cuts across all your content. So that's another piece that we saw. It just changes your way of being as an educator. And I think the big difference between the high school program and the middle years program is our middle years program is building wide. Yes. It is in every classroom. It is in every grade level. And I think that's why the implementation process is a little bit different. Right. Um, where a high school course is developed over time and start the start of the school year, it's an IB course. Here, we are changing over all of our courses to an IB model over time. So we'll start with one unit, slowly build until we get to the point where we are fully implemented. And um, when might that be? When do you expect to be fully implemented? For the mid-years program, you're really looking at there's a five-year, basically, look where they'll come back to us. And so if we are able to start in that 2020 school year, looking at roughly a 2024, 2025, IB will come back and say, where are you at at this point in time? So you're looking at fully implementing by 2021, 2020? Right, and that's where we're trying Somewhere to figure out. Somewhere in there, yes. the fall of 20 or 21. Yeah. And, then, and then five years later, they come back and assess? Yes, and there's touchstones along the way. Because there's expected growth, and just like anything else. We, here's where we're starting today. We live that, like, oh, here's some adjustments, here's some added value, and they will come back and give us very clear formal feedback, looking at our lesson plans, looking at our designs, looking at our interconnection between our different, dis looking at our student work product that comes out of eighth grade kids. So it's, it's a critical process, a critical friend we have, and frankly, we're very much looking forward to that because it's a rare experience, I would say, that we have out, and these are um, educators from across the world that would be present here and saying it doesn't matter where you are in our world, these are the types of learners that we're looking for, and we should be able to show our where as professionals as well as our students. And then, then what's the next step? So it really never finishes, as Jeff always said. It's just what's the next you know, step or the right answer. Jeff, you've talked a lot about reflection being a big part of MYP yes. and that the implementation has a huge element of reflection as well. That's, that's absolutely right. Not only will we be asking our students to reflect more, we as professionals will have to reflect more. And I think that really speaks to the implementation process, that we are taking um, what we know now and we are implementing it the best we can. We're going to have critical friends in our IB um, cohort and our um, evaluators come in, take a look at our program and say, take a look at this practice, see what you think. And as we, have, as we live IB more, we'll be reflecting on our practices and this will be a continual growth model. We'll, we'll never be done, as, as, mm -hmm. as Ray mentioned. I think that that's the beauty of this, yeah. that it's, a, it's continually, lo continually looking at our practice and making sure that we're doing exactly what needs to be done for kids. And just following that, I, again, would like to say back to the middle school team, hearing from numerous teachers, it's hard work, and we understand that, and yet every time it's followed, and it's the right work, which is really key, where we want our middle school children to have an experience. And, and I would be remiss if I, again, didn't thank our community for their support, particularly this year. We were able to go ahead and put some partial days in there for Jeff and his team in particular to start really getting after this heavy lift because it is an entire building that's working on this work from support teachers all across different content areas, excited about the different elements. So we have design or what we would often call technology. 
many times those kind of folks could be seen as an ancillary kind. Oh, it's nice to have arts, or it's nice to have design or technology. Not here. That's an integrated component with all content areas. So that work has taken certainly time to get develop relationships that were not as developed as we would like. So that, again, appreciate the community allowing us that time throughout the year to come develop these units and develop this work. So I, I think I've heard clearly from the staff they've valued that. I, I don't think this work could get done without right. that time. Yeah. We have teacher teams meeting together to develop these units. And again, we're learning along the way. But without that time yeah. built into the school calendar, this would be mm-hmm. pretty difficult yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, tough questions to answer. Um, <laughs> concepts to grapple with, um, ideas to look at differently, perspectives to look at differently, and you really need time as professionals to sit down, answer those questions together uh, to move the work forward. What's really striking to me is how MYP really fits into the district vision of global citizenship, social-emotional learning. It really does dovetail nicely. I agree, and we're excited, just even though we're not officially uh, sanctioned yet as an IB school, but we're working with them and along them. But right next year, that world language in sixth grade, that speaks to our idea about really being knowledgeable global citizens, as well as the second language that students need to start in sixth grade for the International Baccalaureate Program. So that certainly fits in there very, very well. And the piece also, that target in the middle of our, kind of our, our graphic of the whole child. And as Jeff mentioned before, that idea of having really caring, reflective, and open-minded children. That's a different model than I could say a number of years ago. Say, do you know your math elements, your science elements? Can you write? Yes, that's all critical. Also, are you a caring citizen? Are you open-minded for expecting and understanding the difference of others? That can't just happen by happenstance. All those elements are right now being designed and articulated across all content areas in sixth through eighth grade. So that's a key piece that I do think really hits the target of our vision. That's a really exciting time for the middle school. And the kids are lucky to be coming through at this time. So thank you both. And be sure to catch up with us next time on Spotlight on Silver. See you then.